You already know. We're live, and this is the Hot Tub Talks with the Average Jays, the best aquatic podcast of all the seven seas, as well as lesser bodies of water, such as this tub that we're currently in. Okay, my name is Jared. I'm Justin. And together, I mean, we're pretty much your uh, most average people you know. And to be honest, we talk a lot about nothing in particular. Okay, so really... I would say keep your expectations pretty low. Conversations change from week to week, but the one thing you can always count on, my friends, is the weekly challenge. Let's talk about it. Shall we? Should we discuss last week? Pretty simple. Yeah. What was it? Attend a yoga class. Pretty simple. We even uh, had uh, our fellow roommate inspired enough to join us, so yeah. I think the movement has started officially. Would you say we're yogis? Almost. <laughs> Almost. Restorative yoga is what we participated in. Um, yeah. Unique. <laughs> it was, it was, listen, it was napping 101. I'll yeah. be honest. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> I think last week we might have mentioned something about hot yoga. That was not the case for no, this. But was... we, for the record, we didn't know what kind of yoga we were getting ourselves into. We, just, we saw a class at yeah. 7 p.m. on Sunday, and we said, that's the one. It turned out to be basically uh, like advanced napping, yeah. and I'm pretty much an expert. I want I want to call it strategic napping. Yeah, the basically what happened is you you would, you would go in different shapes. They called it right. Did you Alignments. Call it yeah, so you'd be like Alignment. laying on your side. It was all about like your back, pretty much, right? Yeah, but I did notice, to be a hundred percent honest, is that like when we would lay on your left side, opposed to laying on your right side, like it would feel different, you know. And I could feel the difference. So that kind of was like, damn, I'm probably not really aligned. Bro. It was, it, like, yeah, I'm it was. Probably not um, symmetrical. Okay. Now you are. Maybe. Or you're getting closer. Closer. Because I think yoga is now going to be part of the I, routine. I did want to do like a yoga, yoga class yeah. where like you're Rigor- dying. Rigorous. Like I'm not one of those, I'm not one of those dudes that. Is it going to be like, oh, yoga? That's easy. Like, we showed up in athletic garb. We were ready to sweat. We stretched before. <laughs> Dude, I stretched for like an hour before yoga. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know? But, you know, I, yeah, it was it was good. It was we, a good test. It was a good taste. I would say not test, but taste. I don't know how that place stays in business because it was us three and then one other person and then the instructor, which I thought was tight. It was more yeah, intimate setting. got to know her. And it's a... Uh, donation-based studio. Yeah. So, and I got to get some Z's in there. Yeah, I fell asleep I for a little bit. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That was actually pretty sweet. I think even with that, the low-key type of yoga, uh, your boy walked away with a little injury. Did you? Yeah. Not uh, not on the spot, but this morning I was like rolling out my back, kind of like what we were doing in the yoga. Yeah. Uh, almost threw my back out. Creeping signs of scoliosis. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing something wrong. Okay. It probably doesn't okay. help that I sit in cars for eight hours a day. Dude, sometimes. you gotta to be able to sit up straight. You have to like. Oh boy. Did you turn those jets on? No. Oh. Apologize for the noise. Nah, we're okay. You have to uh, shove like your taint towards the front of the seat, and that will make your posture. Yeah, get your line lower up back straight. Yeah. But like you like throw your taint forward. Or toss your sacrum yeah. backwards. Oh, I think that's right. Uh, I don't know. Anyways. Not familiar. But so, uh, mission accomplished. Uh, yeah. I might put a little asterisk on it, just as far as like, I'm pretty no. sure we said, dude, in last week we said hot yoga. 
So we didn't do hot yoga. I think we aspired for hot yoga. But we, all we said was a yoga class. Okay. All right. So I'm going to put that as a, so a W. I call last week's episode the rebirth. I'm going to call this episode the infant stage. So we did an infant task. Yeah. This next Easy. week Easy. is going to be a lot harder. But let's not get into that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's, um, uh, let's jump um, straight into the word of the week. Okay. May I? Please. I'm waiting on you. Halcyon. Halcyon. Pronounced. Halcyon. <laughs> Halcyon. <laughs> Halcyon. 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 Which is, the way I have the definition is calm, peaceful, happy, golden, prosperous, affluent. Okay. I'm looking uh, on Google right now. <laughs> a little <laughs> different. Says, well, no, it also can mean a tropical Asian and African kingfisher with brightly colored plumage. Wow. <laughs> let's what's go a, with yours. What's a king? I, dude, I have no idea. But basically, it's well, peaceful. Well, let's remind everyone, word of the week, we got to use this by the end of the cast. Halcyon. And by cast, I mean podcast. Yeah. I'm not a douche. Halcyon. Not a douche. I'll say Halcyon. the whole word. Halcyon. That's helpful. Halcyon. That's very helpful. Okay, so Halcyon is synonymous with peaceful. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. All right, moving forward. So, um, current events? Should I jump right in? Yeah. Took me a while to figure mine out. Not you, gonna lie. You got one? I did some research. I have one. But, okay. You know? All right, well. Nothing crazy. Let me kick this one off. Okay. So, you know Ancestry and 23andMe? Yep. Right? The genetic coding thing? You figure out a lot about your ancestry, things like that. Um, so up until like yesterday, all of these companies, there's several of them, um, they don't abide by HIPAA rules. So like basically- HIPAA rules. Yeah, so what that is is like, think of it like doctor-patient confidentiality. Yeah. Right, so like if you go to the doctor's office for anything, like none of that info is leaked anywhere. Like they're very secure about that. Uh, but these companies don't abide by that. So they can take your name, all your genetic, your genome, your entire, what makes you, you, and they can sell it to other companies. You're getting cloned. That's well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, all that info is just Damn. on the loose. I'll find my biggest enemy when I find my clone. You bump into him yeah. downtown? Yeah, that's my biggest enemy. I don't want to... My clone, dude. That's scary. I could be friends with it, but it could be scary. <laughs> I don't know if they're doing quite that. But they're definitely selling that info to, like, big pharma companies. I would karate chop my clone, dude. I'd fuck my clone up. Imagine dude, your that, clone would fuck you up. Are you kidding me? Imagine that war, though. You guys are the same. Imagine that war between your clone. You versus your clone. That's impossible. You win either way. I don't know. You don't always win, bro. Yeah, but the clone's kind of What you. if your clone had some kind of weird, like, that little extra just oomph, and then you're fucked. You're fucked. Your clone learned something that you... Yeah, don't kind of, but no? it's like you go, in the cloning process they gained like I don't even know if I should oh, call dude, it. Oh, dude, like steel bones or something or something, but like yeah, maybe he has like 0.001% more muscle mass or 0.011% something and I fight my clone and that 0.011% is going to come in in the 12th round of the fucking fight night rumble in the jungle. Hear what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's some crazy I shit. I think at, at that point you just gotta be proud of yourself. No, that's crazy shit, bro. No, you don't lose to your clone because that makes you a bitch. Yeah, you don't I'll, lose, I'll lose to your fucking clone, dude. I, I see me coming. No, no. Listen, bro. No. Hear me out. Don't lose to your clone. Hear bro. me out. No. Okay. I'll hear you. I'll hear. You. I'll listen. 
I'm just saying, bro, I see myself coming at me hot. I'm running. I'm <laughs> just playing hot. Uh, I fucked that dude up. I'm, it's, you yeah. know? I mean, I like the uh, attitude. But... I'm not a fighter, so if I saw myself, I don't think we'd get into a big skirmish. You guys have become best friends. Yeah, man. Or I don't know about best friends. Sometimes I'm pretty annoying. But you use your clone to go to work for you, and then we just chill. Oh, that'd be tight. See? Yeah, yeah if, that could happen. If 23 and me is, is making think, an, another me to help me out with my own life, then I'm down. But I think your clone would have, like, a weird glitch in it that's, like, a little different from you. Like a, That's what I'm saying. Like, the point zero zero one percent difference would be that little glitch. And oh, what it if? would start to, like, over time, it would start to affect, like... A lot of things. You can pretty abstract with this. Do you get what I'm saying? I get though? what you're saying. Also, what if like you saw your clone and you're like, dude, this guy looks like he's on the spectrum, and everyone's like, dude, that is. That's you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that would suck. You're but, like, ah. Oh. But he's point zero zero one percent pat like closer to not being on the spectrum than you are. That kind of shit, bro. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Right. I get it. Okay. It's quite a thought. Okay. Damn, well, your but, current uh, event was... Hold on, sweet. no, no, no. That's, dude, that's the intro. Oh, fuck. Bro, come on. Let me finish this. Okay. So um, now they just all, like, agreed to abide by new rules and regulations. So now they can't do that. Technically, I think they can still sell your information, but it can't be attached to your identification. Okay? So... So, like, patient 0085 yeah. has this, 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 and this. All of the genes, yeah, for sure. But his name is... Just for, like, meta-analysis and everything like that and research. But now, um, so, like, back in the day, back in the day, like, ever since last week, that's how they caught the Golden State, Golden State Killer. Because of his brother, his uncle, his yeah. brother, whatever Yeah, was. so they had DNA from crime scenes, yeah. and they linked it through, I think, 23andMe yeah. and found the guy's brother or whatever. And then now they have an actual suspect, and they followed him around, the suspect, uh, got some DNA off of his car door and trash can, I a believe. A cigarette, right? Something like that. Maybe they got the DNA off his brother from the cigarette. Please. And then they were able to match the DNA from the crime scene to that guy, and now he's fucked. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, like, previously, if if any of your, like, close relatives has done the 23andMe... Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah, you're, you're getting okay. got. I think my mom did it, so... Yeah, my dad did it, so I can't kill anyone. But now I can. I can again. No, because the I, your identification's not attached uh, to your genome. Okay, <laughs> so they they can find a match, but they're not gonna know who it is. Okay, yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to say is we're all good now. We okay. can keep uh the we can keep the purge going if that we want. That was my next question: was people have already done it? Are they already fucked? Um, it seems it's already so been the, processed. The article made it seem like in the first place a lot of these companies uh really didn't want to cooperate with authorities like that. Which I think is kind of tight, just because it's kind of like the Alexa things. Like, that's... People want to take those Alexas into court all the time, because it hears everything. That's creepy, dude. But Google's like, nah, we're not sharing that info. And that's a helicopter, by the way. Uh, they're coming for us. Yeah, we're on uh, enemy territory. Yeah, they see this hot tub oh, from a... God. Oh, oh, God. Shit. Shit, dude. Let's put loud. everything away. Yeah. <laughs> I waved to that helicopter earlier. Sorry about the audio, and also sorry about the audio not even with that helicopter, because this is off my iPhone. We'll upgrade. Yeah, just you got to deal with us. We're we'll, not perfect, and we'll, nor do we want to be. We'll upgrade. So that's it. That's my current event. I'm oh, done. Dude.
they bring Alexa into court? No, they don't. That's my point. Has that ever happened? They want to bring Alexa into court, but it's Alexa never won't. happened. No, they haven't released any. I don't think. I don't think it's so. It's never been used as evidence. I mean, I don't. I don't think so. I'm also not like looking that shit up. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that that's what happens. Okay. Okay. So your info is like safe with Google type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, mine is not as cool, nor it's going to be short and sweet. Okay. And I struggled with this topic. Okay. I really don't know why, but I really did. I tried my best. But all I want to talk about is the Aeromexico plane crash where 103 passengers, all of them survived. Pretty crazy. Yo, okay, so I heard about that, but I didn't look too much into it. So tell me something about it. Okay. What happened? Okay. Do you know? So basically they're taking off in shitty weather. And then, like, one of the the wind and the rain kind of pulled the plane back down. They were pretty high up in the air from what it seemed like. And one of the wings hit the ground, and then the whole thing just went up in flames and shit. What? In a hundred, so it was 103 people on board. All of them survived. There was only, like, two serious injuries, but everyone got out alive. It was, like, a miracle. There was, like, a priest on there. There was a dude. A lot of Americans, to be honest. Um, and then I looked up a fact and it was saying it's hard to gauge the odds of surviving a plane crash just because every crash is different. Yeah. But, um, it was a study done by the U S national transportation safety board. Okay. What'd they say? And they did a review and it was on national aviation accidents. And this was from 1983 to 1999. So I don't know if this is relevant or not, but it said, that they found that more than 95% of aircraft occupants survived accidents, including 55% in the most serious accidents, which I don't really understand that Dude, that's fact. really but, good, though. Yeah. And that made me think of the time when we went to Phoenix, <laughs> experiencing some insane turbulence, and we were laughing our balls off and everyone's screaming. <laughs> the, the, like, guy, the guy next to us literally did one of those... <laughs> That's like Bill Burr would say. Yeah, be a man. <laughs> Suck that shit down. Act like you if have answers. You, yeah, if you're with your lady and you you're the guy who goes, oh, you're getting dumped right when you land. So I thought that was just you know, it, that's the only thing I can. Well, really... happy everyone survived. For yeah, sure. dude, pretty it's, fucking awesome. It sounded like a big conundrum. It was. I mean, it's pretty nuts that. Every single person survived a plane crash. That's pretty fucking awesome. Dude, I mean, I just feel like I, I like that you threw the stat out there because I would have thought that the vast majority, if there's an incident in the air, Aviation, you're fucking done. Yeah, you're it's done because you're dropping a, a lot. I don't think they drop that fast. hard, but like you're in a plane that basically you're going explodes. Quick. So, uh, since I kind of travel a lot for work, um, the joy of flying is kind of out the window. But I won't lie, man. Every time I'm, I'm in a window seat and I look out, it never ceases to amaze me. The fact that I'm fucking flying through air and it's just chill. And there's people serving beverages. Yeah, heavy-ass machinery just cruising in the crowds. Wild. Clouds. All right, hey, man. Crowds so, or clouds, however you feel about it. I'm very excited about this. My wiki quickie oh, is man. on... The list of incidents at Walt Disney World. Okay, so ever since 2001, Disney um, has been required to report incidents to a, like state authorities. So everything's incidents. on. Incidents. 
So yeah, incidents, glad you asked. The term incident refers to a major injury, injuries, deaths, and significant crime. So now they have to be transparent with all this, okay? So I went through the list. There's a lot of shit that goes down. I mean, I picked my favorites. I shouldn't say favorites. That's pretty fucked up because a lot of these are sad. I hope everyone that listens, the zero people that do listen to this, know that this isn't a serious podcast. We're here for a good time. We're here for a short time, but we're here for a good time. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I don't want to say favorite, but these are nah, the most favorites. interesting. Great. Yeah, these I don't are my take favorites. favorites. Fuck it, dude. Fuck it. Uh, and this is actually my favorite of the favorites. I'm starting <laughs> off with it. This is on the monorail. Okay, so it says, on June 26, 1985, a fire engulfed the rear car of the silver monotrain, or monorail train. This fire predated onboard fire detection systems, emergency exits, and evacuation planning. So this is before all the safety. 1920, huh? 1985. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, you know, that's not here nor that's there. He- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's irrelevant. But get this. Passengers in the car kicked out side windows and climbed around the side of the train to reach the roof where they were subsequently rescued by the fire department. Seven passengers were hospitalized for smoke inhalation or other minor injuries. The fire department later determined that the fire started when a flat tire was dragged across the concrete beam and was ignited by frictional heat. Wow. And you're up there. You're like 30 feet. I think on a monorail. Yeah, I was gonna wonder why they didn't. They got on the roof. Cause you can't go anywhere else. Interesting. Right, but yeah. like when I you feel go like into that's s- way intense. When you go into survival mode, it's probably pretty fucking insane. That's what I'm saying, dude. Can you imagine Grandma and little Susie roundhousing windows? Yeah, and then like doing like pull-ups, jumping on the roof, and then booking it to like the front. They, I don't know if anyone got sued. I'm assuming someone did. But they got to get reimbursed. This is Disneyland? Disney World, Florida. Okay, Disney World. So weird shit happens in Florida regardless. I think I've been there. (laughs) I have been. Uh, This next one is on the Kilimanjaro Safaris. Basically in April 2018, very recently, a 27-year-old woman went into labor while riding the attraction. And I think that's where you're in like a truck type thing going through. Am I thinking of that correctly? Uh, I don't know, bro. I haven't been I since if, I was six. I don't think that's a ride ride. It's more of like a, you look at actual animals. It's a safari like a zoo sounds like a safari, so. But, so, I mean, like, that's, bro, that's nature. If she's giving birth, it's like you got elephants, giraffes on the right, live birth on the left. It, it kind of fits. That's the most nat- natural thing. It's a beautiful thing. Awesome. Also, both awesome. Both, both have been awesome. Both pretty great. So, yeah, you can call them favorites. We yeah. haven't had any fatalities yet, so. Not yet. Uh, Mission Space, this one's just kind of all-inclusive you right so in 2005 alone paramedics treated 194 mission space riders the most common complaints were dizziness nausea and vomiting of those 194 guests 25 people passed out 26 suffered difficulty breathing and 16 reported chest pains or irregular heartbeats so this was from a ride yeah so that ride goes hard is it done no dude. did it retire fuck no people love it it's space mountain no 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 mission space and actually, I've done Mission Space. It's more of a, it's not like a ride on tracks. It's more like a simulation. Um, like and a I, VR experience? Yeah, but like it moves around. So it feels like you're flying through yeah, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I definitely threw up afterwards. Did you? Yeah. How old were you? Uh, man, this was in, in high, high school. Because our, our high school football coach, uh, he decided to take the entire football team to Disney World for a game. It quotes game because we played like some freshman squad the very first day and then had and 
beat that ass for sure just because my receivers freshman it's got to happen we're not we weren't good at football but we we're better than them and then the next three days we just had off and fucked around at disney world and you puked oh i puked for sure is it that crazy it goes yeah it's pretty wild are you in space feel like it holy shit yeah it Do literally you sit in like a little like cubicle type yeah but it, it's, it's a group thing it's a group thing Oh, um, but then like it spins for like some triple force, and it's like a room. Yeah, I think and the I've room done moves. that. I think I've done that actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyways, mission space goes hard. Uh, this one's pretty wild, and this does involve fatalities. Well, let me. I know there's a lot of abductions at Disneyland. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of like now there's like Disneyland gangs, like <laughs> biker gangs that like enforce Disneyland. Have you heard about that? No. That's a whole new episode, but Jesus. You ever heard about that? There's, like, biker gangs now that, like, kind of keep the place. They're, like, enforcers for Disney. Are they good guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, oh, like, enforcers. Funny. So they, like, they'll see any, because there's a lot of, like, predators oh. there. Like, child, like, chomos and shit. So, like, they have, like, a gang of, like, motorcycle riding motherfuckers. Good. And, and they'll Hell fucking yeah. stroll around and beat ass. and. Good. Yeah. It's a real thing. It's like a Disneyland gang, bro. It's real. Hell yeah. Parking lot. On November 21st, 1984, a husband and wife, along with their one-year-old daughter, were killed, and two of their children were injured when, get this, though, when the single-engine plane they were flying in crashed while attempting an emergency landing in the Epcot parking lot. The Piper aircraft is what it's called. It actually looks super awesome. I looked it up. It's just like a mini plane with the propeller wings, or propeller engines. Um, so the aircraft was approaching an empty section of the parking lot when it clipped a light pole, shearing off the right wing, and crashed into several parked cars. The, fam- the family was flying from South Carolina to Florida for vacation a, at Disney On World. a PJ? Yeah, like a small one. That's yeah. still sick, dude. Damn, that's sick. Not, not sick. No. The ending's not dope. sick. Yeah, no. Cool vacation. Yeah. Yeah. If it, yeah. Oh, Space Mountain. Okay. <laughs> okay. This one's controversial. Okay, so August 1st, 2006, a six-year-old boy fainted after riding Space Mountain and was taken to the hospital where he died of natural causes. The victim was a terminal cancer patient visiting the Magic Kingdom as a part of the Give Kids the World program. So he rode Space Mountain. He came, he saw, he conquered, and he went out with a bang. (sighs) On Space Mountain? Yeah, he was a terminal cancer patient. And he died on Space Mountain? Yeah, after. Huh. Yeah, I mean, like, that's... Yeah, no, nah, cool. Right? Yeah, Silver no, lining? No, awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of saying that's awesome. Okay. I'm I not mean, awesome, he yeah, died, for sure, but, like... situation, but cool. If you're gonna around. die, not bad. Yes. Sure. Um, Keeping on, keeping on. The Haunted Mansion, October 19th, 1991. A 15-year-old girl from, uh, who cares, was critically injured after she fell onto the tracks of the ride. According to witnesses, she was jumping from car to car, fell onto the track where she was dragged under a moving car for at least 50 feet before the ride stopped and got murked. Did she die? Yeah, she did. So these are just getting ugly. This is like getting a pretty plane ugly. crash, bro. Except for this one. No survivors. In March 2010, a oh. four-year-old boy from San Diego suffered severe burns to his face and neck Jesus. after being scalded by a hot tray of nacho cheese. Jesus. The, the parents of the child sued Disney claiming that, quote, the cheese should have not been that hot. I don't blame her. Yeah. So from that point on, Disney could only serve cold cheese. 
Really? Nah, I, I like my nacho cheese hot. Maybe Dude, not, what maybe not the that hot. Fuck, are you bringing to this podcast, bro? This is some wacky shit. This is the last one, I promise. So this is at some Jesus wave pool. Christ, dude. This is at a wave pool. Um, on July tenth, two thousand nine, a fifty-one-year-old Connecticut man was caught yerking it in front of some kids at the wave pool, cranking. Ugh. Yeah, um, he was confronted by someone. Ran away. That's probably one of the gang members. I don't, dude. They should have just beat his ass then. They probably do. He was confronted, ran away, escaped the park, and got away, but ran into a stop sign in the parking lot and then was detained. Nice. Yeah. So, Way to end it. Yep. Um, I think, unfortunately, he got away with it due to lack of evidence. Yeah. But uh, whatever. That guy, he's going to He did? Out. How did they know he ran into a stop sign? Not what? I'm saying he got what? He got away with it? In trial. Like, they're like, we can't prove he's Yurkin? Yeah. Fuck. I know. If only he actually tossed a load, then they could have some DNA. Someone should have killed him. And then hit up 23andMe, make sure you got the right person. That's disgusting, dude. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely not Halcyon. Oh. <laughs> that was, hold on, that, that was terrible. That didn't count. Nah. No, nah, moving on. Kind of works. Uh, I think, listen, so for the wiki quickie to summarize... Besides these incidences, if you're over 50, get an EKG before going there because, like, 95% of all the incidences are people having heart What's failures. an EKG? Electrocardiogram or ECG. I think my grandma has one. No, it's a test. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was one of those hearts. She, she has a... Man, uh, pacemaker? Pacemaker. Yeah. Oh, also, be careful with those because a lot of people die having pacemakers. Ah, yeah, just get get checked. Make sure your heart's okay. Call my grandma, dude. And then you're free to roam around Walt Disney Make World. My grandma has a pacemaker. God bless her. Mm-hmm. I hope. I wish her the best. She's a beast. She's still. God bless. She's still weightlifting. Oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bodybuilding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. Nice. Fucking Gma. Yeah. With the meatballs. Yeah. No way, Ginger. Yeah. yeah. Was I not supposed to say that out loud, nah, bro? Fuck Ginger it, with. She's a legend. The Italian meatballs she makes are unreal. 100%. And she has a, I think she has a pacemaker, but I wow. could be wrong. Yeah, no, and she scoots around, too. Scoots. Yeah. Goes on booze cruises. Yeah, she does. Has her a boyfriend, life. bro. She's chilling. Her life's great. She don't even worry about nothing. Inspiration Nation, you want to go? Or you want me to go? Mine's quick, so I'll go. Okay. Um, mine is a Muhammad Ali quote. Wow. So I brought in Gandhi last week. Now I'm bringing in Muhammad Ali. Jeez. It says, don't count the days, make the days count. Love it. Quick and easy. Love it. Liked it. Chose it. Fuck Love it. it. Yeah. You know? Don't count the days, make the days count. Exactly. All right, cool. Extreme Ownership. Have you heard of it? It's a book. I was pissed because when you left, I was going to read that book, and I saw that you took it. So I was like, all right, well, that was my next book to read, but you took it. So no, are you, you just... done with it? Nah, I'm like halfway through. All right. But so it's it's a book by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. And they're basically these crazy badass Navy SEALs. Not even Navy SEALs. Well, they are, but they're leaders of the Navy SEAL leaders. Like, they are the top of the team. Do t- you ever listen are... to his podcast? Uh, Jocko? No. I he haven't. has Leif Babin on all the time. They're fucking animals, dude. Yeah, they're incredible. But basically, fucking animals. to inspire the nation here... Um, Extreme ownership is basically the concept of, like, if you are in control of, you know, people, a team, whatever, you got to take full ownership of everything. 
Okay, you have to. Says this in the podcast. Yeah, so here's what it says in the book. The leader must own everything in his or her world. There's no one else to blame. The leader must acknowledge mistakes and admit failures, take ownership of them, and develop a plan to win. That last part is very important. Take ownership, but also figure out what went wrong, correct it, be better next time. 100%, dude. A lot of, uh, you know, 100%. the last little note here is just if, if you are in a position of leadership and you're pointing fingers, not a good look. No. And then whoever you're leading, that's going to rub off on them. They're going to start pointing fingers as well. Yeah. But if you take extreme ownership, everyone's owning their shit. It's yeah, a good book, I would say. De- definitely. I need you to up. finish because I wanted to read it. I'll do it. I saw I was gone. But I'm going to read the... Uh, the one I gave you, fucking. Oh, the Traveler's Guide: Seven yeah. Decisions for Success. Yep. Yeah, I, man. I just started it at jury duty. I should I should give you my little summary once you're done. Yeah. We can collab. Yeah. I, I learned I, a little bit. I have to finish my other book, Aubrey Marcus book, but. Yeah. The um before the book you gave me, I haven't read a book for funsies uh, since Magic Treehouse. It's great, bro. I love reading books. I I'm into it now. could have sworn I was illiterate, dude. I'm going to read all the books on that shelf that we have. I read menus and street signs. That's, <laughs> bro, that's as far as I get. Books are good, dude. Yeah, books absolutely. Are good. God bless. Um, so I have a little counseling and advice. I do too. Okay. This one is actually from a dear friend. I'll keep his name out. Oh, short and God, sweet. Dude. Short and sweet. I asked him, I was like, hey man, you need any advice on anything? Just kind of kidding. And he just goes out and he goes, what the fuck am I doing dating a girl that lives 4,000 miles away? Mm. And I'll be pretty brief with this one. I don't have an answer for you. All I know is when you're doing long distance, you better have established terms. That probably wasn't a good way to say it, but like whenever you're in the gray area, not good. That's where things fall apart. The gray area meaning like, are we boyfriend, girlfriend? What are we doing? You kind of, I know you're doing you, living your life, but like, how involved should I be? Yeah. When those questions start popping up, it, you know, it gets sketchy. You live 4,000 miles away, bro. That's, that's pretty nuts. But I respect the hustle. You make time, you make time to make it work. Maybe one day it'll work. Hold out hope. It's definitely that's commendable. All I say. And the loyalty aspect is pretty superb. I mean, that that could prove it. And then down the line, you never know. Things can fall into place. But, man, that is tough. So, I don't, yeah, I don't think I really have advice for that, man. Just definitely don't don't slip up. Yeah, be chill. Like, if things are established, definitely don't slip up, man. That's hard. The whole thing of, like, what mama doesn't know doesn't hurt her type of thing. Doesn't count. Does not work for that. Yeah, it doesn't count. Like, you got to be morally. It's not your mom. Well, yeah, that also. <laughs> yeah. Not, not yeah, that too. Not that's really the main your mom in this. That's the main reason why that one doesn't work in this situation. Not really your mom, so. Yeah, so <laughs> just keep being behaved. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Putting that Chosky in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh my counseling is if summoned by the court, definitely get picked to be a jury. A juror. A juror? I was just on it Tuesday, Wednesday, bro. Oh. It was the most fascinating experience I've ever witnessed in my life. What was it like? It was incredible, bro. I haven't even told you about it. It no. was fucking incredible. It was like... So, like, they... It was... I saw your mom a fuck ton, too. Yeah, she works there. She texted me. Did she tell yeah. you? I saw your mom, like, a hundred times. <laughs> Kept saying, what up? But, like, they... 
So they called me in. You have to call in the night before. You're assigned a number. My number was the last number to be said. So I go in. I'm sitting in a room of about 50 people. I get called. Your mom called a bunch of people. I wasn't part of that list. Got called by another dude. I get called into a room of about 25, 30 people. 12 people go sit in the jury box, right? I'm the last guy to sit down in the last seat in the jury box. So you made the cut. Wait. They interview you. You have to say your name, your age, what do you do for a living, where do you live, who are your parents, are you racist, are you fucking snorting blow on the weekends, what are you up to kind of shit. And I was... I basically, I had to tell him that my dad was a judge, blah, blah. He's not a judge for anyone listening. You don't need to worry about that. <laughs> but then... Disregard that. And the guy was like, oh, okay. And then they... So they'll hear all your your interviews. And then, like, the prosecutor and the defendant will come up to you and be like, so you... They'll, like, interview and say, like, so, like, would you ever call 911? And, like, have you ever called 911? And then you say, like, no, yes, whatever, Why? And, like, the, the, it's, it has to do with the case. The questions they're asking, they're trying to see, like, how, like, who they want. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's they're like, trying to feel you out. Yeah, so it's like, is this guy going to fuck us? Is this guy going to help us? Blah, blah, blah. And all I said was, like, the only question they asked was, they like, do you want to be here? And I would, one of three people to raise my hand. I was like, yeah, I want to fucking be here. This is awesome. <laughs> and then the prosecutor walked up. And their public speaking skills are fucking insane, dude. These lawyers, their public speaking... It was like a... Sh- I, I thought I was at theater. Serious? They, dude, they would get... Clap their hands, get so dramatic. Dude, it was insane. But she was like, due to the fact that blah, 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 your dad's a judge, are you able to be fair and unbiased in any situation? And I was like, 100%. Like, that's... Like, I'm completely down, whatever. And then... After that, I didn't say a single word. And then they name the jury. They go, all right, this person, this person. They go through a list of six people. And I was the last person. They're like, all right, Mr. Butler, you're on the fucking chair. You're on the squad. You made the team, son. Fucking right. And it was a domestic violence case where the girlfriend was claiming that the boyfriend didn't hit her. But there was four witnesses that saw in broad daylight the dude like punched the girl during the the day yeah like was like hitting her in the face like this this is how they described it during the day and then the girl was like we went to brunch i got drunk and then the only thing i remember is that we got pulled over by the police and then she would go back and say but i'm a hundred percent sure he didn't hit me Oh, so, so she was backing him up? Yeah, but then you get that? So she says, she remembers going to brunch. She remembers getting pulled over. She doesn't remember anything in between. But what she does remember is that he didn't hit her. So mm. it's like, huh, you're not mm. credible. See ya. Yeah. So I'm going to take these four sober witnesses where one girl flew back from Portland just to, to, show te- up. Just to testify. Just to be like, I saw Good. this. We listened to 911 calls. We listened to it. We saw body cam footage took us about an hour and a half to deliberate like they gave you harassment and assault and they give you the definitions like assault is knowingly or um, recklessly causing bodily injury 
and like the way I explained my view of it was like all right we need to understand like if this dude lashed out once maybe that's harassment just by law like because you can't be biased you can't take because the prosecutors murdered it dude they were so much better than the defendant and the defendant's only case was like people who call 911 and they're in a car you should be focused on the road you can't really see in the windows there was a high glare there was a crack in the windshield uh, blah blah, blah. Eh. it's like you can't really see anything you know and it's like you should be at a safe traveling distance and then the prosecutors were like getting down dude but that didn't affect my decision but i was like dude okay this dude hit a hit a hit a lady okay and four people saw it Two people called 911 at the same time. Have you ever called 911 ever in your life? Yeah. You have? For sure. For, For the one time, um, a, a fire started right behind my brother's apartment. <laughs> it was hilarious. I called it. This guy, he's trying to put out this huge fire that's like blowing up a fence that's 10 feet Where? away from my brother's apartment in Fort Collins. And the, it was, oh, dude, it was crazy. <laughs> And he, he comes out on his balcony, and I look at him, and we look at this guy in the parking lot who's like, he goes, you have any buckets of water? <laughs> and I look at him, I go, bro, does it look like I have buckets of water on what me? What the fuck? And, the, and then so I just, I, I called, uh, called the good old fire department that came through, put out the fire. Wow. Great. So it takes something pretty intense to... To call 911, yeah. This is like the prosecutor's kind of like... Oh, yeah. So it yeah. takes something pretty intense for you to call 911, correct? Like, this is the kind of questions they'd ask. But this was before we knew even what the case was. But, like I said, two people called 911 at the same time. So then, like I said about assault, it's act- it's knowingly or recklessly causing bodily injury. Yeah, he, which he did. So then... Well, we couldn't prove that he actually hit her. But then she would say, yeah, she told a paramedic and we saw body cam footage that she was like, yeah, I was taking my own hits to the window. But she said she had a bump on her head because she was dancing in her car two days prior. Weird shit. She Mm. was not credible. I can relate to that, though. Not credible. 100%. Dancing in the car. Not credible in my eyes. And then we listened to the 911 call like multiple times because like the jury can replay evidence. And she was like, the 911 call was like, he's hitting her again, he's hitting her again. And this was after like five minutes. So he's, that's enough. So yeah, me. we decided that like that's knowingly causing bodily injury if yes. like you wait five minutes and start doing it again. Yes. Because harassment was like just kind of like exploding and then kind of realizing what you did. But assault is like doing it again and again. What was the sentence? Guilty. Uh, like He's was... getting sentenced in September. Oh, okay. But then we looked up his priors. I did that with a guy I know in court. And he has, like, a long-ass list of, like, going to court, drug dealing, all this shit. So, and I asked the judge because he comes. Wait, is that legal? Can you do that? Because wouldn't that kind of affect your view of the outcome? Well, the, no, this was after oh, okay. we did it. Okay. Yeah, okay. I wasn't allowed to talk to anyone about it. I wasn't allowed to look anything up. Like, I really wanted to talk to the guy I know about it, but I couldn't. And then I asked the judge because he comes back and talks to the jury. And he was like, he was like, I asked him, I was like, what's your opinion on the case? And he was like, I've, for the 37 years I've been in law, like, this is such a storybook thing of like the girlfriend saying it didn't happen and all this bullshit. Yeah, I can see that happens. The dude didn't testify because he would have been fucked. 
because he has so many priors and the prosecutors would have murked him for it and it was just it was a lose-lose for him your mom has a cool job you didn't have a chance hey that's cool man yeah how was she doing your mom has a sick-ass job she was pumped that i was there i was like what up she's like yeah i forgot she texted me yeah (laughs) she was was jazzed that she saw you she was like peeking in on my (laughs) trial and i was like like the defendant was making his final statement where they get serious and they start like really digging deep yeah Oh fuck! Oh, dude. Hey. dude, what's up, dude? You got you're interrupting the Hot Tub Talks podcast yeah, right now. Where is Tubman, dude? <laughs> How'd you find this place? We're gonna we'll put you on pause. We'll get back to you. <laughs> okay, sorry about God that. Damn. Yeah, we just dude. got ran up on. <laughs> this is fucked up. Now Man. we gotta end it, dude. Uh well, no, we're we're almost done. Um, no, we're not. Listen, dude. multiple choice questions. God. I did a little switch up for this. Damn it, dude. What's up? I'm shook, dude. I can't have that. No, we're good. Relax. Um, do you have a multiple choice yeah. question? I want you to go first. All right. This isn't even going to be fun anymore. Now I'm just trying to speed through it. Come on, dude. All right. What's the average number of baseballs they go through in a major league game? A, 45. B, 82. C, 71. Or D, 95. 82. 100%. Yeah? Yeah. Did I get that? Yeah. Okay, listen, this one's, uh, I gave you five questions, and I'm going to test this if you're smarter than a sixth grader. Okay. Okay? It's science questions. Don't from, ask all five. From sixth grade. Dude. You can't look at this. Don't okay, look at this. Don't group. ask all five. No, I'm going to do it. No. We're going to go rapid fire, and I'll let you know how many you got. Symbol for silver in the periodic table of elements is A, G, A, U, S-I-L-I. Hey, you, bitch. Okay. Ribosomes help in the formation of A, fat, B, protein, C, vitamin, D, glucose. Fat. Okay. Percentage of salt water present on the Earth's surface. A, 75, B, 80, C, 90, D, 97. Percentage of salt? Of salt water present on the Earth compared to fresh water. Give me it again. 75, 80, 90, 97. 97. 97? Yeah. Is that your final answer? Yeah. In our solar system, the fifth planet is Neptune, Uranus, not Uranus, Saturn, or Jupiter? Jupiter. The thickness, last, last question here, thickness of outermost layer of the Earth is 25, oh, this is in kilometers this is this is a bunk one (laughs) it's just 25 to 90 120 to 300 50 to 100 or 6 to 70 big medium or small 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 okay it is you got two out of fuck did i get (laughs) silver right no it's ag oh i thought that was gold (laughs) gold's au and then uh what's gold dude you might be fucking up am i gold dude oh sh- you could be fucking up dude i know gold's ag son god damn bro ah what's AG. gold <laughs> au god damn it <laughs> i knew it was one of them so you're not as smart as a sixth grader i said protein but if no you said fat hey don't look at this okay. you have a bonus question this Fuck one's a ninth you, grade question okay god damn it gamma radiation are fast-moving electrons, protons, photons, or neutrons? 
What are the ons? Say it again. Electrons, protons, photons, what are we talking or neutrons. About? Gamma radiation. <laughs> photons, protons, neutrons, or atoms? <laughs> Dude, you are losing it, guy. Electrons, protons, photons, or neutrons? Photons, bitch. It is. Yeah. That's plus two. Yeah, you're, you're smarter than a six man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's talk about the weekly challenge. I'm are you shook. shook? 100%. Damn. Dude, I can't have fucking guests rolling up when we don't even know what the fuck we're doing half the time. That was, it was unexpected Dude, for sure. they were, sh- they were mad. They were mad. They're right there, bro. They're here. Oh, God. we got more guests showing up. Ah, fuck. All right, weekly we- challenge, yeah. double date. I'll see you motherfuckers in hell. We're going to go on a double date with some beautiful women. We're going to take them out. We're going to treat them nice. And we'll see you motherfucking next week. That's all I'm going to fucking say. Nah, I'm, give it five more minutes, man. Nah. Here's the... Go for it, bro. Fuck it. Did Todd show up? No, no, no. We'll play... Let me end with a song. So we're going to go on a double date. And then we're going to come home. And this song is going to play. And Jared's our audio guys. Oh, there it is. This is what's gonna play. Good old Vicky Ross. It's that rich travel part two. This uh, shit box. Sorry to cut it short, bro. Uh, things 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 happen. Land in my bed I'm under Nico Chandelier's. Can't say too many names they had these kind of years. Nice sweaters and these icy diamonds on my wrist. Ice cube looking nigga, you know life a bitch. I once got no allowance, now I got, got the crown. I said I was the boss, nobody made a sound. Really had to see them things, this level storytelling. Who else could flip a chorus in the 40 million? Out in cons with Leonardo DiCaprio. While I don't bomb, pray I go to trial, rapido. Eight felonies telling me, wanna give me life. Every nut I bust, really, I gotta do it twice. Ricky Ronaldo, really, when I'm in Portugal. I pull a yacht out this weekend, I'm fucking so and so. Camera splash, paparazzi laying in the ground. Tom Brady. Uh, all right, just just to reiterate, we're gonna go on a double date, and uh, we don't date very often, so that's a terrifying thought. But we're gonna genuinely try our hardest to get two females to hang out with us at the same time together, casually. And I'm just praying that we don't come back next week with bad news. Yeah, hundred percent. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, um, so hey, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll let you know how the double date goes. I'm already nervous, so. Peace. God bless.